Hello, everyone. Welcome to Refuge Fellowship. It's great to be here in this new year, 2021. I don't know how many of you are excited to begin a new year, but I am probably the most excited I've ever been to start a new year. I don't know about you guys. I don't know what 2021 has in store for us, but I know that as we begin this year, we need to begin it in faith and with the Word of God. So I'm excited to be here with you today. And so as we... Today's going to be just a little bit different because we are starting a new year, and I just felt as I was studying this week that I just need to do something a little bit different. So before we get going, let's pray. Let's pray for this year and just pray for this message. And also, if you're online, we are going to be taking communion today, so please gather whatever elements you would have in your house, some juice and some crackers, and uh, just prepare that for a little bit later, and we will take communion together, so please grab that. For now, let's pray together. Heavenly Father, I just thank you so much, Lord. Thank you so much for the blessing of fellowship, the blessing of your word, the blessing of your spirit, Lord. Lord, I just thank you so much for Jesus and what you've done for us, Lord. Lord, as we begin a new time, a new season, Lord, I just, I'm just amazed, Lord. I'm just, I'm just absolutely amazed that no matter what as we look back on 2020, as we look forward on 2021, you're the same. You're still there, Lord. Still there full of mercy, full of grace, full of love, full of power. So, Lord, I just thank you. Lord, I just pray now that that power, your Holy Spirit would be just upon this this message and our worship, Lord, that you would hear our voices, Lord, and you'd hear our study of our word, and you'd hear our testimonies, and others outside, Lord, in this country, in this world, would come to know that as they look towards this new year, they can look towards you and look what you have promised and what you have provided for them through faith in your name, Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, as we begin this new year, I want to remind you all that, you know, a lot of people haven't been in fellowship. A lot of people have not been reading God's word. They haven't been in corporate fellowship. A lot of people haven't even been joining on Zoom or on Facebook Live, I'll tell you. I know that as the year has progressed, many people have had to go to, you know, Internet as means for their work or to meet with their family and their friends. And most people are quite tired of meeting on online. And many people have to do it all day for their work and for their school. And then they don't want to do any more, right? But we are not to forsake fellowship. We need to be reminded of that. And here at Refuge Fellowship, we have many different ways that starting this new year that you can remain in fellowship and be obedient to God's word. First thing we have is every, let's start with the first announcement here. Women's Bible study. Every Saturday at 4.30 p.m., Refuge Fellowship has a women's Bible study. If you are interested at all in that, please message us. Get a hold of Vicky. They are using a resource called Love God Greatly. We have that in pretty much every language I can think of in the world pretty much at this point. So many different languages. We have the books. They're getting ready to start a new study, I believe. Is it this week? This week. So this is a perfect time to message us to start to join because you'll start in on this new year as fellowshipping with other women and being in God's Word every single day. Also, for men, we will will resume our men's study here this January, and I'm excited. I'm still praying about how God will lead, but I think we're going to start going for a little while at least, maybe go to testimonies that each of us men can gather as men together 
and share our testimony and then enjoy some wonderful fellowship and some food. So if you're interested in joining our men's study, it will be on Saturday mornings. Please message me. I'd love to invite you to that group and message message you and let you know when that will take place. And again, maybe some of you out there are listening and it's on your heart to share your testimony. Let us know. Maybe you could share it with us at our men's study. That would be wonderful. Also, we didn't want to leave out all the youth. We have a wonderful youth group. As you've seen the worship team up here, there are some of them that are part of that. Chris leads that youth group every Saturday at 7 p.m. Youth, please, you too can be in fellowship here at Refuge. They have an amazing teaching, amazing time of games. Even once in a while there's a challenge. I don't know. Somebody needs to challenge him. Yeah, I don't think he's done many challenges lately. But uh, maybe if you could uh, invite like two or three friends, that might encourage him to do a challenge. I don't know. But youth, wonderful opportunity to study God's Word, to get into God's Word, and, and to come under a teaching that is really, the teachings are geared for your age. And so please, if you're at like 12 to 19 or so, anywhere right close to that, join us for our every Saturday at 7 p.m. And with that, there's outings, you know, as COVID and the restrictions allow. Children. We still have children's ministry. Our children need to be just in fellowship just as much as we do. We have many opportunities for that. Every Sunday at 3 p.m., Miss Alyssa has children's ministry online, on Zoom, but also we have it at the fellowship. So please, your children need to be still in the God's Word. They still need to be in fellowship. They still need to be taught. We can't, just because there's all this pandemic gone, we can't forsake our children meeting, our children being taught the Word of God also. So again, as we start this 2021, remember, we need to be in fellowship. And we have many different resources here that will allow you to remain in fellowship and remain in God's Word. And while I continue with that, we want to pray for you. Not just be in fellowship with you. We want to pray for you. And we want to praise the Lord with you also. Please, please, let us know how we can pray for each of you. We will pray for you. And I want to hear how God's answering your prayers also. Share the testimonies of how good God has been to you, how he's gotten you through some of these most difficult times. And maybe you're facing something now. We will come together. We will pray for you. So there's many ways we can stay in fellowship, many ways that we can, from prayer to study of God's word, but you need to be in fellowship. So please join us in some way. Now today being the first Sunday of the new year of 21. I think I looked at it. If I'm not right on my math, is this my fifth or my sixth time? This is, I can't remember because the way the calendar works, I think it's my sixth time on a New Year's Sunday here in Myanmar. So I'm very excited. But this year we're going to do something a little bit different. If you guys got your Bibles, please open them up. We're going to just look at a few scriptures today and then we're going to share, and I, you know, we're going to share a verse that I hope would speak to you or that you would pray to God that you'd have a verse for the year. You know, as we start this 2021, I think each of us can have, you know, a word from the Lord through his word, especially that a verse that we can cling on to this whole year, that as we look towards the future and see what's 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 in store for us this year, that we can have a Bible verse that we can just, you know, write down and cling to this whole year. So if you got your Bibles now, we're going to look at a few scriptures and I'm going to do a quick review, but really, I just want you to pray about that right now that God would reveal to you a word from Him for this year. So open your Bibles to Acts chapter 6. Now, 
We've been studying this. Christian uh, taught a wonderful message last week, and I will continue this chapter next week. But I want to look right in the middle, the heart of the message here in Acts chapter 6. And I think why is because as we begin this new year, you know, I thought about it this way. How many of you have ever filled out a resume? Have tried to apply for a job? You know, they want to know your credentials, right? They want to know who you are, right? Or sometimes when you fill out a resume or an application for a job, not only do they want to know who you are, but they'll ask questions like, where do you see yourself in one year? Where do you see yourself in five years, right? They ask questions like that. They want to see what you're thinking for your future. Maybe some of you are not working yet, but you're getting ready to go to college or you're going to college. You'd, you would fill out, we're doing this for our kids right now, you're filling out college applications. I don't know how it works everywhere in the world, but most places you fill out an application and you have to fill out a resume. You have to give your qualifications to why this college would accept you. And some of the things that they'll ask is, what are your hobbies? How do you spend your time? You know, how's your, you know, how's your high school, your previous education? What the, what our walk with Jesus and our look at our relationships with our families and our friends and everyone, right? And say, what did that look like? If I was to fill out a resume of my past for 2020, how would you write that out? Would it be, I'm faithful. I've been prayerful. I've been in God's word every day. I've been, I don't know. What would your resume for 2020 look like? How would you fill it out? Or would it be, I've been fearful, I've been hiding, I've been scared, I haven't been in God's Word, I haven't been in fellowship? Or would it be that I've been out and sharing with my neighbors that they don't have to have fear because Jesus, and sharing with them who Jesus is, and also going out and seeing those that are around you that maybe physically even, they have some needs that you can come alongside them and help them. Is that what your resume would say for 2020? What about as we look at filling out an application or a resume, they want to see and look to the future, right? For 2021, what's your plans? What are you planning for 21? What are your hopes? What are your dreams? What are your goals? I, I think goals are good. What do you hope you can bring to your community, to your family in 2021? Is there things that you need to improve on? Or is there things that need to change? I, I don't know. I think each one of us, our stories are a little bit different. But I'll tell you, this is the time that we can look and look back, and then we can look forward and examine. And as I looked at this Acts chapter 6, I see a, just a beautiful example of this picture as I was thinking of that. And later we're going to take communion. Again, that's a picture of reflecting back on who God is, what he did for us, and the promises he has for the future, right? So what an interesting time to take communion for the first Sunday of the new year. A time of reflection, a time of examination, and a time of looking forward to the promises or the anticipation of what the future holds. So I ask that each one of you take this week and this day as we look at this message and think about that. How was 2020 for you? I, I know we experienced a pandemic, but we live in a fallen world, right? We live in a fallen world. It's full of sin. It's full of sickness. It's full of a lot of things. 
But what, who were you during that time? What type of Christian were you? Were you one, again, that instilled hope in others? That brought the good news of Jesus Christ to others? Or were you one that hid in fear? I don't know. I can't answer that for anyone. I can barely answer it for myself some days, right? It's hard. It's a hard question. But as I look to 2021, I see in this Acts chapter 6 an example of how I believe all of us should be. So Christian taught a lot of this on last week, but I just want to look at it maybe in a different light of a new a new beginning, a new year, but also reflecting back on last year. So let's start. Just look at Acts chapter 6 and verse 2. So the twelve called a meeting of all the believers. They said, We apostles should spend our time on teaching the word of God, not running a food program. And Christian taught very clearly on this. You know, the both of these, the food program, there's nothing wrong with the food program, right? We even help with that here at Refuge. But what I see here is a one-two priority, right? What comes first? What came first? Our time teaching the Word of God. And then through that, I see the food program, which is a great and wonderful thing, right? First you speed, feed them spiritually, and then you speed feed them physically. Now, again, that's a little off topic, a little out of context for what's here, I will fully admit. But I think that as we, I saw this and in 2021, I think there's so many needs out there right now, right? I mean, there's a lot of people that are hungry out there in this world. I mean, you see these articles, you see people that can't work, that are unable to work because of this COVID. A lot of people, that they're hungry. They don't have food. So I think it's wonderful if, if you can provide and go out there and help in any which way, into this country, out in the village or the city, wherever it is, anything you can do to help is wonderful. It's biblical. But I just I saw this. We have to do it with teaching the Word of God. We have to do it in combination with the hope of Jesus Christ. And so I know, again, this is not directly what it's talking about here, but I do believe it is because as they were feeding people here in this story, it was about teaching and preaching the good news. That's what why they were doing it, right? They weren't doing it just to feed them physically, but also to feed them spiritually. But then, as we continue in this passage, I think that, just think about that for 2021. First, foremost, the first thing I read, being in the Word of God, each and every day for each of us. Then, going out into the world and serving whichever way God would call you to do. I don't, it's different for everyone, right? Everyone's got a different purpose and different calling, but it starts with spending your time teaching the Word of God. That's where it starts. If you're not doing that, you need to be doing that. So that reminds me, I have started a new one-year Bible reading plan. It's an app you can get on Refuge Fellowship and you can look at it and I will message you the information if you would like it. I would love you to join me in reading through your Bible in one year. The app is wonderful. It it schedules it all out for you. You can just click on it, and even if you get a day behind or two days behind, you can just catch up. It has every language that would be applicable to most people here. It's in Burmese. It's in English. It has uh, the different versions also, even in the different languages. So it's perfect for everyone. I challenge you all to be reading your Bible daily, and there is resources to help remind us and just to keep us accountable. 
from this wonderful app, technology does have some advantages. Also, to accountability with one another, so we can join together and ask, you know, how's your Bible reading been going? And this app actually provides some of that accountability as I've formed a group within the app that we can each even see if we're staying and reading our Bible each and every day. So I challenge you, be in God's Word each day. But, you know, a challenge is not very, there's not much validity in it, right? I challenge you to do more than that, to be accountable to the body and to the fellowship and to God and to your brothers and sisters about staying in God's Word. You know, maybe you don't have an app or you don't want to do an app. Well, talk to your brother, your sister, your parents. Hey, I want to be in God's Word each and every day. Will you join me? Will you help hold me accountable? Because I'll tell you, you know, I get kind of lazy sometimes. I think we're we're all guilty of that at times, right? But if we have someone, a team to come together and do that, it's amazing the differences you will experience in your life and the blessings you will experience if you are in God's Word daily. So there, I want to continue. I just I want to mention that though as we start this new new year. So important. So look at verse three. All right. And so Brothers, select seven men who are well-respected and full of the Spirit and wisdom. We will give them this responsibility. Verse 4, then we apostles can spend our time in prayer and teaching the Word. I want to, you know, I asked about resumes, right? 2020, how would you describe your walk as a Christian? Faithful? Would you say you were well-respected and full of the Spirit and wisdom? Is that how you would... If you're filling out a resume, a spiritual resume for 2020, what would you write down? That you well-respected, full of the Spirit, and wisdom. I don't know. This is between you and the Lord. Um, I think most of the time I could say this, but I had some really bad days in there. You know, when I, I just recently had a bad day, yesterday. We're, we're all, none of us are perfect, right? I, I tell you, this, this whole lockdown thing, I'm not a big fan. Um, I really, I have some friends and some family that live in the U.S. that want to come visit us. Um, we have some team members that want to come here and serve, but they can't come now because of the lockdowns. And then we saw a few days ago this article that said, oh, the lockdowns are removed. I mean, it was like a legitimate article. It appeared to be. And then the very next day, they extended it all 30 more days. I tell you, that took my breath away a little bit. Uh, you know, I don't get super reactive, but that one got me. I like saw the light at the end of the tunnel to see some friends and some family and maybe do some traveling and then, boop, no more. The way we begin 21. And, you know, I had to check, and this is when I was reading these passages, and I had to see my response to this. Because this is way outside of my control. There's nothing I can do about the restrictions of the lockdown. But I can't control if people would look at me in these times and say, well, all this stuff going on, are you still well-respected and full of the Spirit and wisdom? Are you still in God's Word daily? Is that what you would put? And then it says here, they will spend their time in prayer and teaching the Word. Again, there's nothing wrong with the food program. These men were ordained to do this. This was a wonderful thing. But what I want to say is this lockdown for most people has provided them with a little more time. Not all of you, but a lot of you had more time on your hands. So right now, you have an opportunity. How do you spend your time? How did you spend your time in 2020? A lot of us spent a lot of time on Facebook. I'm guilty. 
right? That's okay. But did you spend a lot of time here, like it says, in prayer and in God's Word? Did you utilize, because of the lockdown, some of the extra time that you had to learn more about who God is and who you are in Christ? Maybe, maybe not. But what about 21? Are you going to use the opportunity? We got 30 more days right now, right? I know we got 30. I don't know what the next, next one has. That we probably, a lot of us have. Schools are closed, right? Most jobs are closed. So what are you going to spend your time doing? I'm not saying you shouldn't do some other things. You should be out there doing some exercise too. You should be doing some, but you need to spend and give God some extra time. We got it right now. Give Him some of that extra time that has been taken away because of COVID and give it to the Lord and worship Him through prayer and through studying of His Word. Let's start 2021 that way and given some of that time that we've gained through COVID into doing this. I mean, here and it says, the message continues. We're not going to read it in verse 7, but the message continued uh, to spread. And I see that even today. You know, even in the midst of COVID, lockdowns, the good news of Jesus Christ is still going out. In fact, in many, many areas, and the hope is being preached more now than ever. So that's amazing. Where I want to start, one of the biggest things I want to look at is verse 8. A man full of God's grace and power. Stephen, who is this guy? We just read about him here. Do you remember what we read about? Look at, well, he was real respected. He was full of the spirit and wisdom. He was a man full of faith and the Holy Spirit. Here's where I want us to look at 2020. Were you full of faith and full of the Holy Spirit? Are you? Is that what you'd put on your resume, your spiritual resume? I am a Christian that is full of faith and full of the Holy Spirit. Would that describe you? Because if it, if you say yes, do you know what the results of that will be in 2021? Look at verse 8. What changed now? He was full of faith in the Holy Spirit, but now he's a man full of God's grace and power. You see that in that scripture? It started first, right? Well respected, full of the spirit of wisdom, full of faith, full of the Holy Spirit. Now he's a man full of God's grace and power. What do you want for 21? Do you want to be a man, a woman, a child of God that is full of grace and power? Then it begins with being in God's Word daily. you got to go way back up here. Being in God's Word daily. Being in prayer daily. Being full of the Spirit. And then it goes to grace and power. I really see this as a turning point for so many as we leave behind 2020. Many of us were walking with the Lord. Many of us were, we would say we were full of faith and full of the Spirit. But I want something more. I want to see revival. We have such an opportunity to go out there right now. There are so many people that are hurting right now. There's so many people that have lost hope. There are so many people full of fear and wondering, what if I get COVID? What's going to happen if I die? What's going to happen if my parents get COVID because they're old and they die? What's going to happen to them? We need to go out, like Stephen here, a man full of God's grace and power, and preach the good news to them. And how do, it says he performed amazing miracles and signs among the people. That's there for all of us. It's there for all of us in 2021. But we got to start as everything I've gone through. It starts with being in the Word. It starts with prayer. It starts with the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. It, it continues in faith. 
Then even you see the laying of hands even in there. We didn't touch too much on that. The laying of hands is in there. Have have you been prayed over for 2021? Has you have you had hands laid on you for that anointing? For whatever God has called you to do in this next year? I would we have oil here. We have godly men here. We would love to pray for you. We'd love to lay hands on you and anoint you for this next year if that's what you would feel called to do. Just to commission you again to go out in this next year and just share the good news. But as we go out and say that, again, I see this, these passages, there's a progression. There's a definite progression. So Stephen here, he's what I, who I want to be for 2021. I want to be that man full of God's grace and power. I want people to see me and my resume to say the end of 2021, Aaron, a man full of God's grace and power, performed amazing miracles and signs among the people. Maybe that's big. It's not, it's not too big for our God. It's not too big. I want to look at a few scriptures as we close, but we're not really closing because I want some people to come up today. I want the refuge team to come up and we're going to share our little, just a small few minutes of our hopes or visions or maybe a, a passage or a word of God for 2021. And if someone else out has had a word of spoken to them for this new year, message us that scripture on Facebook or come and share. Share that maybe God has given you a scripture for this year. Spoke to you in some way. I'm going to share with mine, mine a little bit later, but I'm going to look at two other verses first. Turn to Mark chapter 16. I'm going to look Mark chapter 16, verse 17. 2021. Keep this in mind. Those, these miraculous signs will accompany those who believe. They will cast out demons in my name. They will speak in new languages. They will be able to handle snakes with safety and drink anything poisonous. It won't hurt them. They will be able to place their hands on the sick and they will be healed. Wow. It's not too big for our God. It's not. I'm going to save my other verse for a little bit later. Right now, as you think about 2021 and what your hopes would be and you reflect back on 2020, I want to invite Vicki up here to share and share her thoughts on 2020 and 2021. The verse that I have is Psalm 91, verse 1 through 4. Those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. This I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God, and I trust Him. For He will rescue you from every trap and protect you from deadly disease. He will cover you with His feathers. He will shelter you with his wings. His faithful promises are your armor and protection. I have this verse sitting on my desk, and I look at it every day. I had a friend who told me a couple weeks ago that I need to pray Psalm 91 daily for our house. And... um so when I sat down at my desk, I realized I had this right in front of me. <laughs> and so um, I think it was just another confirmation of the Lord saying, 
look at this verse, look at my word, and take comfort in it. And I was thinking about it when um, Aaron asked us something to share for the new year. I was really encouraged this last year because of spending so much time in the Word. If you have not joined the women's Bible study and you are a woman, um, I want to encourage you to join the Bible study. Join us in getting into God's Word because it has strengthened each of us. I know each and every woman that has been in this Bible study this last year has not been full of fear. We have been grounded in God's word, trusting in him and leaning on him. And it is night and day between others that haven't been in the word. And I just want to share a couple. We did some Bible studies this year that were on um, more topics. One was draw near. So drawing near to God. Another one was about fear and anxiety. Another one was on, um, let's see, Easter, on God being, uh, Jesus being risen. And then, of course, ending the year with God's promises to us. But then we also read through the book of Acts, first, second, and third John. And we also went through the book of Hebrews. So in this year, we read over 3,000 verses in the women's Bible study. That does not include the women in the Bible study that was also challenged last year, as Aaron had said, to read through the Bible. Many of the women in the Bible study also read through the daily Bible. It is so imperative that we get grounded in God's word. That's how we're going to find his refuge. That's where we're going to have that safety. And we have no reason to continue on into 2021 being fearful. And we can band together, fellowship with one another, be strengthened together, and have joy as Jesus did when he endured the cross He had joy because he knew what was to come. And what was to come was the promises of heaven. That's what we have. So we can go into 2021 having that joy and going in together, being joyful, being in fellowship. Thank you, Vicki. I have another verse. This Christian will come up next. I want you to look at. We'll pull it up on the screen and also if you have your Bibles. Acts chapter 14, verse 3. This is a verse that I saw today that just really spoke to me. And this speaks to me personally as being a foreigner, right? But the apostles stayed there a long time, preaching boldly about the grace of the Lord. And the Lord proved their message was true by giving them power to do miraculous signs and wonders. Maybe that's a verse for you for the year. Write that down. Pray about that verse. Christian. All right. So I remember on New Year's Day, I was really, I was really excited leading up to New Year's. Really excited for the COVID uh, restrictions and all everything with COVID to be over. And I remember, you know, sitting in my room on New Year's Day, you know, everything was extended, nothing changed. Our situation and circumstances were the same. 
And, you know, it didn't feel like a new year. It felt like 2020 went into overtime, and it just wasn't ending. And, you know, I was really excited for a fresh new year and a fresh reset, if you will. And so I remember seeking the Lord on New Year's Day that morning, and the Lord just gave me some verses from 1 Corinthians. And, you know, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, if you've never read it, it's an amazing chapter. It's a chapter that really is just about victory. That's what it's about. Paul goes through, it's a very long chapter, and he goes through that Jesus is risen. He tells us our enemy is defeated. He tells us that there is a resurrection. We'll have new bodies in heaven one day. But I want to hone in on just the last few verses of chapter 15 of 1 Corinthians. Verse 55, it says, O death, where is your sting? O Hades, where is your victory? The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God who has given us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. And I just remember reading these verses, and the Lord just convicted me, And he encouraged me and he said, you know what? It doesn't matter what this year starts. My hope's not in a new year. My hope's not in a vaccine. My hope's not in restrictions being lifted. My hope is in Jesus Christ. And nothing's changed. Jesus is victorious. And because of the victory that Jesus has given me, I can, I can approach this new year with boldness, with confidence, with joy, with excitement. No matter what happens, if lockdowns and restrictions get extended till middle of the year, Right? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because my hope is in Jesus. And no matter what happens, I can be thankful that I have this victory through the death and resurrection of Jesus. And then there comes the challenge in verse 58. Paul says, therefore, for this reason, because Jesus has won the victory, because he's given you the victory, be steadfast, be immovable, always abound in the work of the Lord. To not be shaken by the trials. To not be shaken by the circumstances of the world. To not put my hope in the things of this world. But to remember that I'm doing this for the Lord. Right? This life is temporary. My hope and my challenge going into this new year is to be steadfast in my relationship with the Lord. To continually draw close to Him. To be more conformed to the image of Jesus. For this world to look at me and not not see a reflection of themselves, but to see Jesus Christ living in me. And finally, the last part of verse 58, the incredible promise, knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. It doesn't matter if we're worshiping God on Zoom or in person. It doesn't matter how how it looks. Our work for the Lord is not in vain. He's going to bless it. He's going to honor it. And He's going to continue to grow and strengthen His church. But it starts with us being steadfast and immovable. Seeking Him first in everything we say and do. So that's my challenge for this new year, and I'm just encouraged by it. We're not entering a, an extended year of COVID. We're, ex- we're entering a year of victory. Victory over death. Victory over fear. Victory over sin. Over Satan. We're entering it in the victory of Jesus Christ. So that's what I had to share, and I hope you're encouraged by it. Thank you so much, Christian. It's always fun when... A person uh, points you to a scripture, right? And you turn to your Bible and you got it all highlighted and underlined already. And it gets to speak to you again in a new light. What a wonderful promises he was sharing with us. Mine says, to be strong and immovable. Always work enthusiastically for the Lord. Will that be our resume for 2021? 
That's a, that's a, that's one we need to pray for definitely. That we would. I like that. It's a big word for me to pronounce, but I got it. Now we want to welcome up Alyssa. For those that don't know her, she is head of our children's ministry, and uh, I'm excited to see what she's going to share with us. The word I wanted, um, I felt like the Lord really wanted me to share about is just um, the importance really of fellowship, um, fellowship versus isolation. And I think just at the beginning of of all of this, um, and I think even before that for me, was just the kind of the word isolation and just the isolation, not necessarily physically, but just um, spiritually and even mentally and just the fact of how a person can isolate themselves um, even though they may have a ton of people around them. And God has really been convicting me lately of um, really the importance of fellowship and the importance of others in our lives and how um, God puts amazing people around us um, that we can gain wisdom and knowledge from, um, that he is gifted with many different gifts. And one verse I wanted to read was um, Proverbs 18.1. One who has isolated himself, seeks his own desires, rejects all sound judgment. And so this verse, it just, it really, um, it really points to me in, in the fact is that we can isolate ourselves um, and just close ourselves off to what God wants to do. And that can be just saying no to different opportunities or just deciding to take control over different areas of our lives. And for me, this has been a big one, um, that fact of control and that desire of control. Um, so God has just really been peeling my hands back and saying, hey, um, there's a lot of people around you. And first of all, there's me. <laughs> I'm right here with you. And I have so much to show you and to do that I want you to do that I'm going to lead you in, but you need to let go. Um, and I can tell you I'm still in the middle of that process that God is really just showing me, like, what do you need to let go of? And this is where I want you to be doing or what you want, I want you to be doing and just letting him really truly be Lord of my life and that be Lord, Lord over all areas. And to really do that is just to really let my arms and hands go and just have my arms wide open and say, Hey, God, lead me. Um, and, it's been such a blessing with the children's ministry to see how he's doing this because starting off, um, I am not technologically savvy, and so I didn't really um, know what I was doing or how we could still continue um, children's ministry during this time, but God has blessed it with Zoom, and he's really shown me wisdom through the kids and through their um, through their words and thoughts and, um, again, just kind of peeling back that... Um, that other layer of control and just letting him lead. So it's just an encouragement is to um to really seek him and his will and to seek um the fellowship of others during this time. Always an encouraging. Now we will take communion in just a minute, but I want to share the verse that I believe most of all spoke to me for me personally for two thousand twenty one. I think all of the verses that we've heard, maybe that's a one of them particularly is one that would speak to you. Maybe another verse. And again, please let us know. I'd love to hear your verse if God has really spoke a verse to you for the year. But for now, I'd like to give you the one that I believe the Lord has given to me. Colossians chapter 3, verse 13. Everyone there? Colossians chapter 3, verse 13. Make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember the Lord forgave you 
So you must forgive others. I don't know. I'm just amazed. I mean, you can continue if you wanted to in verse 14. Above all, clothe yourself in love, which bind us together in perfect harmony. Uh, it continues. But really, the first part for me, especially during this time of lockdown and being with others, is really is just grace. It's just God's grace. And we saw about that with the teaching. He's full of grace. Full of grace. And I think that as we face these difficult times, as we walk out our lives as Christian in a fallen world, that love that will be shown to others through the grace that we give them, through through the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, is what will draw people to know that there is something different out there. That Jesus is there. And He's there, full of mercy, full of grace, full of love. So as we look to 2021, this has been huge for me. Just forgive forgiveness. Remember what God has done for me. And I don't know why God gave me this verse. I obviously need to work on some things perhaps. I'm not sure. But it's definitely something we could all live by and be a great testimony to who Jesus is. If at home, if you have your bread and your juice, I ask that you would just uh, grab them now. We're going to do a pretty simple communion, but as we get ready to take the bread and the juice, we'll take them just a minute. As we see this 2020 to 2021, again, I shared earlier, as we take communion or the Lord's Supper, it's a time that was done in reflection. Jesus says to do this in remembrance of me. To remember, to look back upon who Jesus is. It's not was, is. And what He has done for each of us. And at the same time, we can personally reflect on our lives and look look back just at this last year. I asked you earlier, what would your resume or your what would you write down that would define you in 2020? What would it be? And then we look at the promises. You know, in taking the Lord's Supper, We look at the promises. We look at what Christ has done for us. As we look at 2021, I want to walk in that in this year. You know, we looked at the scriptures and we saw the indwelling of the Holy Spirit and the power that was there to go out and share the gospel for signs and miracles to be performed. That's what I want to pray for this year. So if you have your bread, let's pray for that. Heavenly Father, we just gather in obedience starting this new year, following Your Word through our Bibles. As You've said, gather in fellowship. Take the bread. Break the bread together. Partake of the bread in remembrance of what I've done for You. So Lord, we just observe that now simply, that Lord, You are God. And that Lord, we were lost. We were dead without You. But Lord, You came to this earth as a man and as God and allowed our sins to be placed upon You. You allowed Your body to be broken before the world as a penalty for my sin. So Lord, I take this bread in just remembrance of what You did for each one of us. Lord, and I want to start this new year with knowing that our sins are bought and paid for and we are redeemed and it's through the breaking of your body in that time and you're allowing yourself to be placed on that cross. So Lord, we just come today before you in the name 
powerful name, the resurrected name of Jesus Christ, Lord. And we observe this and are obedient to you in beginning this new year. And we take this bread in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, as I thought about what to speak on this new year, we just did communion for Christmas and New Year's. And and I was like, we have to start the new year with the Lord's Supper. We have to. We have to start with reflecting again the past, right? To remember the past of who Christ is, but also remembering who we are. And now as we look to the future, we look with the blood of Jesus, the covering of our sins, the promises of eternal life, the guarantee of how this is all going to work out, that we are going to be forever and eternity in the ever-loving arms of our Lord and Savior. And that's because of the blood. So we begin 2021 with taking the cup, the juice, and thanking God for that. Once and for all, when He said it's finished and His blood was poured out for our sins, past, present, future, it was done. So we thank the Lord for that. And we begin this new year with that covering of Jesus Christ over each one of our lives. That's how I want to start this year. That as I read this thing here, to make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you, remember the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. That was done through the blood. So we observe that today through the taking of communion and are obedient again to Jesus and to God's Word. Please join me in prayer. Heavenly Father, as I've been sharing, I just want to come before you and just echo everything I've already said, Lord. I just thank you, Lord, and acknowledge that it was your blood that was shared for each one of us. The, the covering of our sin, once and forever, finished. And Lord, I thank you. I praise you. And I acknowledge what you did for each one of us, Lord. Paying the price for each one of us, Lord. And Lord, as we go out into this world, Lord, we gotta remember we got to remember, we have the power of the resurrected God living within us, Lord. We're not out here alone. We're covered. We're protected. We're living as your children. Although in this fallen world, Lord, I just thank you, Lord. As we look at this new year and whatever it has to offer, as Christians shared, let's walk in victory. Walk in knowing that your blood was shared, the price was already paid. The sin is defeated. Sin no longer has power in our lives and no longer belongs in a believer's life. Lord, I pray that we walk in acknowledging and accepting this gift of Your blood covering our sins and giving us all these things, Lord. So Lord, I praise You. I just want to walk in obedience this year. I want to walk in Your favor this year. I don't want to walk in Your blessings and Your power and I want to see signs and I want to see wonders. And Lord, I, I, I want to see just the Word of God come alive in this country, Lord. I want to see revival. And it all starts with you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Please take the juice. I want to thank everyone for joining us here at Refuge. We're going to continue our service with some worship. But I ask you, as we continue in worship, that you would just think and pray and meditate, and take some time in God's Word and see what He would speak to you for this new year. And also reflect back. It's okay. Reflect back over the last year and see 
wow, I really did a good job at this, or maybe I just completely didn't do a good job at that. That's okay. But let's go on now and see how God would use each one of us in 2021. And let's go out full of the Holy Spirit. Let's go out full of wisdom, full of God's Word in our hearts, and full and staying in fellowship. And let's see what signs and wonders and miracles God's going to perform in this new year. Amen.